0: Hi, my name is Lorraine W. I'm a compulsive overeater from outside of Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania, and I'll start with the statistics first. I am 62 years old. 62 years old. I have uh, went to my first meeting in October 1980 during the summer after I picked up about um, oh about 20 pounds in college. Uh, for the first year, my freshman year, um, I'm i I've been divorced for well, I've been for divorced for almost thirty years now. Um, I have three adult children, and um, my highest weight was five hundred and seventy-seven pounds. My current weight is 300, uh, 370, 370 pounds. Um, I suffer from a lot of uh, physical ailments due to compulsive overeating and morbid obesity, but by the grace of God, I'm still here. Um, I'll tell you my experience, strength, and hope. But before I do that, I'm going to ask you to say the third or I'll say the third step prayer. God, I offer myself to Thee to build with me and to do with me as Thou wilt. Relieve me of the bondage of self that I may better do Thy will. Take away my difficulties that victory over them, would bear witness to those I would help of thy power, thy love, and thy way of life. Again, I was born in 1961, so I'm a, what do they call it, boomer baby. That's what my kids call me. You're a boomer. Um, nevertheless, the first uh, word I was told that I said was taste. I didn't say mom. I didn't say dad. I said taste because I looked at my dad. He just—they tell me. They, I've been told I should say. Um, when no. I looked at my dad eating a certain meal. Um, you know, I wanted to taste, and I said mm, taste. And that's, that was tick, that tickled people that I would say that. But then I knew, you know, right then you knew there were some issues. Um, uh, I had a normal early childhood. Uh, my sister was born three years later. Uh, we moved to an older fixer-upper uh, from, uh, and that fixer-upper um, in that neighborhood, I started to know the word fear. Um, I had heard my mother, though. My mother did a lot of hollering and screaming. That's what I would call it. My mother's hollering and screaming about something. And that's what I would say. My mother's I'd hollering and screaming about. And, um, she should get upset. My parents were young, and they were, you know, very, you know, they had their issues. Uh, my mother would it used food as her drug, and my dad used alcohol. So I grew up in an alcoholic home. And there would be fights, and there would be shouting matches. Sometimes there was violence. Uh, and in that house, we had a coal furnace. There was a lot of scary stuff going on in the house. But some of my refuges was going out on the porch, going across the street. There was a little convenience store, not even convenience store, but a little mom and pop store. And they sold all kinds of candy. So you get gather up the pop bottles, go get some candy, go sit on the porch outside and, and eat. Or I would go get a dish of something. Because I don't know how I was allowed to have access to the freezer, but I'd go get a dish of something after school. Get in front of the TV set in Pittsburgh. They used to have this afternoon cartoons, you know, come home from school and watch cartoons and there was this thing called, called Shannon's Adventure Times. So you'd sit in front of the TV and watch that. And, of course, I would not weight. I weighed. I could tell you what I weighed in third grade. I was the first girl to weigh, one of the first girls to weigh 100 pounds. And they used to bring that big scale out and, you know, get on the scale. I weighed 103. And I remember the gasps from the students. Um, I got p- not picked on, but I got, uh, I always was like one of the last ones to be picked for things. Um, one, I don't know if it was because I was heavy. I don't know if it was because of the color of my skin. I don't know, but I know that that had an effect on me. And um, I, because of the house we lived in, I was always ashamed. Like shame was a big thing. Shame that somebody would see where I lived. Oh, my God, I thought if somebody knew where I lived and saw that we had that furnace, oh, my gosh, and then, the furnace was just a, a fearful thing because I had fire and ashes and stuff like I learned a lot of fear, but not only that, I never knew when my parents were going to explode. You know, it was just crazy. And then, um, towards uh, my, when I hit nine years old, my dad's drinking got pretty bad, and my mother threatened divorce. She told him, she told us she was going to divorce dad, and she also told us we were going to get a new religion. And then we wouldn't celebrate Christmas anymore, and we could forget about Christmas and all that stuff. And that just terrified me. I'm nine years old. That terrified me. I said, now nah, we got a new religion. We're going to learn new stuff. And she's going to divorce dad. I was afraid we are going to move in with my maternal grandmother. I mean, there was just fear, 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 fear. Because I really didn't care for my maternal side of the family. They were always picking at me, telling me I was fat and all that. 1970, though, my father um, had uh, went into... They didn't have rehab. He went to the state hospital. He went and got help. He went and got dried out of the state hospital. And uh, upon coming home, he had to go to these meetings. These guys would show up in trench coats and hats. And they would take my dad to meetings. I remember one particular time, I was sitting there watching Mannix. And then it was on CBS. And these guys show up at the house, all dressed to the. You know, they look like businessmen, but they're taking my dad to a meeting. I mean, what kind of meeting is going on at? Nine o'clock at night, but you know, he went and uh, things started to change. I remember my dad said, You know, we've got to start going to church, he's going to these meetings, there's no more liquor in the house. A lot of people who used to come to the house don't come anymore, and uh, more fear came because we changed schools. I became a um, uh, my body was changing, I was the first in my class to get all that stuff. I got you know. Big, I, I had a lot of body changes, and I couldn't. I, I panicked with that, and not only panicked. Um, I just would stay in the house more and more and eat, because some of the changes made me not able to do some of the activities I wanted to do, and I was angry that these changes were coming about. Um, I kind of settled in about eighth grade and then ninth grade. Uh, I thought it was, I thought high school was going to be okay, you know. I'm doing okay. I had friends. There were boys. One particular boy wasn't there. I was kind of mad he wasn't at at school. I don't know what happened to him. But um, in ninth grade, I was sexually assaulted by six guys from my school. Well, five guys from my school. One of them happened to be be an adult. He had been out of school. He also happened to be a relative. Um, That impacted me. Um, I was afraid. I was scared. I was going to, in my life, I was going to commit suicide, but a girl in my homeroom convinced me not to take some sleeping pills. She said, don't do that. Please don't do that. So I didn't, and I didn't know what I was going to do, but my higher power and his infinite wisdom sent some people. I was in the marching band, and some people in the marching band had um, told me that no matter what had happened, they would always be my friend, and I could always be supported from them. And I'm so grateful my higher power had them bad members look out for me. Um, I graduated with high honors. I had um, a lot of things happen in high school that was pretty neat, but still, uh, uh, that impacted me. I did not date. I didn't have a date in high school. I didn't have anybody ask me the movies, ask me to any of that stuff. I basically didn't want to do any, have anything to do with the, the boys who did that. Boys, period. Um, The one boy I really liked had moved away from high school, so I didn't want anything to do with boys. I wanted to get away, and once I graduated college, about four hours away. There I found, um, like I said, there were people there that didn't know about my past, and I had fun. I had a lot of fun, and I ate a lot because I went to a school that had um, a good football team, great football team. And I'm up there with football players, eating like them, but they're exercising. I'm still eating like, you know, that eating contest and stuff. Uh, when I came home and my mother saw that I had picked up weight, uh, we had been doing weigh and pay. But um, this time she told me about a program where a lady had lost 100 pounds. There's people there had lost 100 pounds, and you don't have to pay anything. So I said, well, let's go, and I'll go with you. And so we went, and they told us to buy literature. And he said readers Anonymous. And I said, Oh, this is like what Dad does. This is like a, Okay, okay, because I saw the big book there, and you know, I knew my dad had a big book at home. And I read some of the stories in the back, but I really didn't read that. I wanted to lose a hundred pounds, so basically, I was um, just following a, a food plan with 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 help, you know, with support. I was not working steps. Uh, but I had heard that I can't. God can. I will think I'll let him, um, because I had hit my knees prior to that meeting, and I wanted to know what to do. And you know, my mother said, "Let's go to OA." And in that point, I was I was at 250 pounds, and I had um, oh no, I'm getting ahead. I'm getting ahead of myself. I had heard about OA in, in college. I did not continue to go to OA meetings in college, though. But when I graduated and came back home when I was 24, that's when my mother said, let's go back to OA. And that was after a prayer I had said on New Year's Eve. as God, showed me what to do and give me the power to do it. And the the next day, my mother said, let's go back to OA. I'm like, well, we went during those college summers, and nothing really worked. You know, um, nothing worked because I wasn't working it. I was just going to meet so this time I, I asked God to show me what to do, and I followed a sponsor. I um, listened to what she had to say. I called my food in daily. I worked the steps to the best of my ability, and I released 100 pounds in nine months. I hadn't been 150. I went from 250 to 150. I hadn't been 150 pounds since, since I was 10. So that was new. This was I'm 20, I was 25, 25, um, and of course, I got a new body, and I really am getting all kinds of attention, and I kind of switched addictions because I had to have a lot, you know, I love the attention, oh, I love men looking at me, I've done baseball games, i the done football games, I'm going where the men are. And I was dating. One night, I had four different guys. I had one guy was going out for an afternoon date, and then another one at six o'clock for dinner, and another one for nine o'clock was going dancing, and I had one waiting at home for me. Um, Yeah, I switched addictions. I remember that night. Um, I was still working program, but I was not telling my sponsor everything. Uh, But when I um, was attracted to this one guy, and I dumped him for another guy. And that guy, within two months, I got pregnant with my oldest child. And um, I really wasn't – I was so messed up. I wasn't really working program. I was just panicking because now I'm pregnant. But my sponsor said, keep coming to meetings. So I did. I actually went to meetings, workshops, and everything. And then I had my daughter. I remember bringing my daughter to meetings. Even though I was breastfeeding, I'd bring my daughter to meetings, you know. Um. And then um, things got things got a little hectic because I'm working. I'm trying to raise the daughter. Um, I wasn't working program to the best of my ability, and I thought the answer to all of my problems would be to marry my daughter's father, which I did. Um, and I found out there were some things that were basically we we carried a lot of baggage into our marriage, and. What I stopped doing was going to meetings altogether, because I'm married now. I have what I wanted. I wanted to be married to my daughter's father. And we had a wedding. I didn't go to any meetings. And that started the slow descent into um, my second relapse, or my prelapse, first relapse. I regained all that weight, and the marriage was a mess. There was a lot of things that were wrong with that marriage. Um, I had two additional children, plus we took in uh, my husband's, well, my husband's other three children, so I had six children I was helping to raise, raising, I should say, um, all of them 10 years and under. Um, and I, I was reminded today, I didn't even remember that the Buffalo Bills had lost four consecutive Super Bowls because I was raising kids, 91, 92, 93, 94, I was raising kids. And I'm living in a marriage and not working any program. But I had my literature. I had my big book. Big book was being used as one of the wheels that was missing from the crib. But I had it. And I had had the Brown book. And one day it was so bad in my marriage, it was just a bad day. And I was reading the Brown book. I was reading stories. And I sat there and I said, you know what? A bad day in O.A it's better than what i'm dealing with right now i had a brand new home car and not matter it, it, it was my life was a mess and then there was the infamous day that my ex said to or my husband said to me in order to survive i cannot live with you and i said you know what i'm ready to, i'm i'm ready to go so i left with our three kids and I had to get out there safely, so five, I left. Five and, minutes um, reminder with Lorraine. Okay, thank you. So uh this was the beginning of another um uh let's work program again. Because well, as soon as I left, I went to a meeting that next day, and I worked in more structured program. Uh, it was OA Howe. Um They had they had rules, and I followed those rules. And in 1996, after I left my ex, and all that happened with, and there's a whole lot of story with that too. But nevertheless, I kept, kept going to meetings, doing service. I did a lot of service. And I released weight. I went from 300 to 200. I was working a program, but I decided I wanted to go back to my ex-husband. I needed my head, head examined at that point. I really needed to go to therapy, but I didn't. And in doing that, I got humiliated and because uh, he didn't want me back. And uh, I got angry. I got angry at God. I got angry at everybody. And what do I do when I get angry? I eat. I ate, 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 ate. 2000 to 2011, I was hitting and missing meetings, but I wasn't working any program. And during those times, I'd lost my mother. She, um, dad hit me hard. My dad got remarried within the year. That hit me hard. Uh, I lost housing. Um, had to get housing. A lot of things happened. And I had to raise three kids. But I went back to meetings. Around 2011, I found this meeting. And, uh, somebody had told me about phone meetings. And I didn't believe in phone meetings at first, but, Um, I heard what I needed to hear. And uh, things were working fine until my sponsor at the time had to move, she had to physically move. So she said, I want you to find another sponsor and work a program. Well, I didn't listen. And that started me on another clock in 2011 to where we are at now. I went from 200 pounds and gained another 377 pounds. This disease is cunning. And it is fascinating and it is powerful. It literally wants to kill me. And when I collapsed in my house in June, I thought I was done. I thought I was the next day. I said, I told my kids, I said, you know, um, where everything was, get ready, because probably I wouldn't be waking up the next day. I just, I knew, because, you know, I know everything. I'm being facetious. But um, the next morning I woke up. And at the hospital, they had told me what I weighed. They told me, you know, we're going to keep in the hospital, da 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 And I said, well, now what are we going to do? And I asked my higher priest, show me what to do, and I'll do it. And of course, the yes, it was oh, a." So I called somebody who had been sending me text messages of the voice of recovery every day. This person didn't know me from a can of faith, but I asked this person if they would call for me. And they did. And through that time in the hospital, I spent two months in the hospital and two weeks in rehab. But during that time, that sponsor and I worked on the steps. We worked on steps one, two, and three. Um, to the point where I could um really couldn't talk to it was a male sponsor. And I really couldn't talk to him about some things. So I got another and I you know, I told him about that and he said do you have a sponsor? And I said, yes, I do. I had already asked this person to be my sponsor. So I didn't say, oh, yeah, I'll go find one. No, I have one. And um I thanked that sponsor for getting me to where I was. And um I followed my doctor's orders this time. My doctor had told me there's some things that I could no, no longer ingest anymore if I want to live. Um, I asked God for the power to carry that out. And I've been absent ever, absent ever since June 24th when I collapsed. There's been a big change in what I eat, what I do. Um, right now I'm dealing with a lymphedema lobe that's just about as big as a sack of as big as a bowling ball. But do you know what? I'm just going to have to trust my higher power that he will guide and lead me to the people who will be able to take care of it. I see the doctor on the 30th for that. But I can tell you this. This program does work. I wouldn't be here. I would not be here. If I did not go back or keep coming back, I would be dead. I'm 62. I still weigh 370 70 pounds, but I'm still here. And I'm grateful. I don't know what miracles lie ahead. I know that miracles happen if I just keep coming back. Please, keep please wrap working. up. The topic for the night is keep coming back. It works if you work it. And how does that apply to your life? My name is Lorraine W., I'm a compulsive overeater outside of Pittsburgh, PA. And I'll leave my number off the recording. Okay.